The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Reverend Galen McDowell, and I am the Executive Minister, Senior Assistant Minister, and the Director of the Johnny Coleman Institute at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister, and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. I'm in the midst of a series right now titled The Dynamic Laws of Healing, and it is based upon the book of the same title by Catherine Ponder, who is a legendary minister in the unity movement and in the overall larger New Thought movement. This book is an absolute masterpiece, and I hope that it's giving you some great insight about how you can invoke the healing presence and power of God into your own life, world, and affairs, and more importantly, your body, to turn around things that have been trending in the wrong way. So I'm teaching this series because I want people to understand the principles of spiritual healing to understand that they don't have to just give up when they get a prognosis and a diagnosis, and most importantly, how to hold consciousness, not just for yourself, but for others, because you might be healthy, but the people around you might need this consciousness support, this spiritual consciousness support. And it's very important for you to be in a space to where you know what to do to get your mind where it needs to be so you can be a conduit for this, for the healing life that is available to all of us, the healing presence that's available to everyone. So hopefully with you are, when you're reading the book and listening to this podcast as I'm teaching the dynamic laws of healing, you can then learn how to be a spiritual healing practitioner. And that maybe not officially, because that's an official title for a lot of organizations in the New Thought movement. But hopefully you can be a person that people can come to that can hold the prayer consciousness for someone. Also, it might inspire you to become a spiritual practitioner or a licensed teacher, or even take the next step and become a licensed and ordained minister for a ministry. You know, I'm teaching new thought principles. So obviously I'm going to trend toward new thought, but you might just decide that you want to take these healing principles wherever you go or wherever you are, because they're healing principles. What I'm teaching on this podcast and what I've been doing since March of 2012, that's how long this podcast has been out, is to give you the definite spiritual laws and principles that you can use, take with you, use them in religious circles, spiritual circles or not, because Spiritual principles don't care about your religious affiliation or lack of it. As Reverend Coleman used to say, it works if you work it. So today we're on the miracle law of healing, which is chapter eight in the book. And let me just start off by saying that this book primarily is, this chapter rather, is primarily about invoking the name Jesus Christ in your prayers. I just want to be clear. Because I recognize that everyone who listens to this show is not Christian or New Thought Christian or Christian affiliated. But this particular chapter is specifically about invoking the name Jesus Christ 
in your prayers for healing. Now, I get that there's some people out there in the world that'll say, well, that was Jesus is not his real name. It was Yeshua in Hebrew and Yeshua or Ishu in Aramaic and all of that stuff. We're really talking about the activation of power in your own consciousness. So if you believe that there is power in invoking a name, it helps you get there. Two, Jesus Christ is his own consciousness. So therefore, by aligning your consciousness with his higher Christ consciousness, it can also be beneficial. Three, as you are praying in the name of Jesus Christ, I'm going to show how that has some higher meanings, which I obviously talked about if you listen to my Setting a Trap for God series, where I talked about what in the name of Jesus means. You can go back and get all of the details when it comes to that. But we're really talking about the power of your own awareness, the power of your own consciousness, rising it up to the level of the Christ mind in you, just like Jesus did. As scripture says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So we're talking about a different level of thinking. And because Jesus is synonymous with most people with the highest level of divine expression, just the contemplation of Jesus and his consciousness can be a lever that helps you transform your own consciousness and make it help make you more available to the presence and power of God working in and through your life. So it's not that you have to say something, a name or any name. It's what does that name mean to you? What does it invoke in you? What does it invoke in in a spiritual community? So as you're working through this concept of the miracle law of prayer, I'm just going back to, to the basics. Does it work? And there have been people throughout generations who have invoke the name of Jesus in their prayers, and they have received results. You know, sometimes I tell people about my maternal grandmother who was a prayer warrior. And, you know, she would read her Bible every day and pray, but she would have prayer meetings every week at the house. And they would pray in Jesus' name. And people would fall out and people would get healings and people would get breakthroughs and doors would be opened that were closed. Opportunities would be presented to people who didn't have opportunities before, people would get out of trouble that was right nipping on their heels, like literally nipping on their heels. People would come to her to pray to get out of trouble. And she would pray, and Lord knows, somehow they would avoid getting in trouble. I'm not saying that that's the best way to do things, but it just goes to show you the power of consciousness. Therefore, it's important for me to recognize that I'm not talking about something that's theoretical. I've seen it. I've seen it over and over again. I've used it. I've taught other people how to use it, and it does work. All right. So the chapter starts off by saying, everyone who reads the Bible knows about the healing power that Jesus Christ and his followers used centuries ago. The four gospels and the book of Acts are filled with healing accounts. What most people do not realize is that the same healing power is in our midst today and is available to all of us. When invoked, it often produces results so amazing that we regard them as miracles. 
So the first thing that stood out to me about this chapter was she said that the same healing power that Jesus and his followers used is available to us now. Now, the question is, do you believe that it's available, that the same God, the same power, the same presence is available to you just like that same power, presence, and healing life was available to be utilized by Jesus and his early followers or disciples? What do you believe? Then the book goes on to say, scientists tell us that there are no miracles, only the working of higher laws not commonly understood. Actually, there seems to be one set of natural laws for the physical world and another set for the invisible world of mind and spirit. And then she gives a key. The laws of mind and spirit are so much stronger that they can be used to neutralize or even reverse the laws of the physical world when necessary. Now, what does that mean? That means turning dis-ease into healthy cells, disease cells into healthy cells, regenerating and renewing organs in your body, creating energy and vitality in your body. I'm talking about it in the context of healing right now. Things showing up on tests that when you test again, it's gone. These things are happening, but people don't often talk about them. And it's necessary for the medical community and the spiritual community to have, in my opinion, to have better communication so people can see that there is hope. There's hope. We should be working together. I know people who are very spiritual and are also medical doctors, and they'll tell you that the attitude of the person, of the patient matters. They'll tell you that besides giving people lifestyle changes, uh, lifestyle advice, because a lot of issues come out of lifestyle, they'll also talk about their mentality because guess what? What you think about matters. And what you think about affects your body. What you believe affects your body. What you're feeling affects your body. What you're saying affects your body. Not just what you eat and your lack of exercise, but what actually what you think feel, believe, say, and do, or not do, all affects your health. So let's get back to it. She wrote, Jesus knew the higher laws of mind and spirit and used them often to neutralize disease and produce apparent miracles. Developing the Christ consciousness can give you access to the same miracle power. Now she shifted it somewhat. Christ consciousness, what does that mean? That means your higher spiritual awareness. Some people call it superconscious mind. Some people were in biblical days, I love to use the language of biblical days, the secret place of the most high. It's, talk, it's talking about a higher spiritual awareness that's available to all people. That Jesus so magnificently demonstrated that people couldn't differentiate him from the higher spiritual awareness. All right, back to the book. So she gives examples after examples of people getting healings, and I'm not going to read all of those. I want you to actually buy the book, The Dynamic Laws of Healing by Catherine Ponder. So, you know, she gives 
this person got a healing by invoking the name. That person got a healing. I'm trying to give you the techniques so you can have something you can chew on. The first thing she says on page 134 is no person's name has ever stood for such a colossal achievement as the name Jesus Christ. Why? It's the most popular and well-known name probably on the planet Earth. Even if you're not a Christian, you know about Jesus. All right. So then we, she goes down and starts to say, um, repetition is the mother of wisdom. There's nothing that will benefit you like the continual repetition of the words, Jesus Christ. So she's saying sometimes you don't know what to pray. Just pray Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Meditate on it. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Again, not taking your power away from you, but to start to think on a higher spiritual vibration or a level of awareness by meditating, contemplating, and affirming the name, you're actually pulling your thoughts out of lower levels of human consciousness up to the higher levels of spiritual consciousness within you. So then at the bottom of page 134, she wrote, talking about the early Christians, through dwelling upon his name, this handful of ordinary men were able to spread the extraordinary message of Christianity to the whole ancient world, a colossal achievement for those times. Charles Fillmore has described the power of dwelling upon the presence of the living Christ. And this is a quote from Charles Fillmore in Keep a True Lent. Those who have for even a short time given their thoughts to the Christ spirit can testify that it has developed in them a new outlook on life, where before they were doubtful and uncertain, uncertain, they now have the assurance of a power that is helping them to better living in every way. Health and prosperity have replaced the former fear of sickness and financial worry. So it's contemplating, it's speaking the word. And using it in affirmations, Jesus Christ this, Jesus Christ that, Jesus Christ is now raising me to his consciousness of, of, of divine health, peace, love, and joy. It's just using it. If you need it as a lever, use it. She wrote it this way on page 135. Speaking the name, Jesus Christ sets up a mighty vibration that releases miracle power. In this name, and remember name, as I taught in a previous podcast on a previous series, Series name in Aramaic to say in my name means according to my method, according to my understanding. Understanding, do it like me. Basically, no one would say in the name of Einstein split. So when it says in the name of Jesus, you're actually seeking to get into spiritual consciousness, the spiritual vibration of the Jesus Christ consciousness. All right. So when she says in this name is the power to awaken the life, substance, and intelligence that lies within every cell of your body. In the name Jesus Christ is the power to mold universal substance as supply, peace, harmony, or guidance. When spoken, this name sets into activity forces that produce miraculous results. Now, test it for yourself and see how well you think it works for you. But what it's saying is, what I'm saying is, as you pray and contemplate, write affirmations out and put Jesus Christ or Christ consciousness, but you can use Jesus Christ actually in the affirmation. Because when you go a deeper level of meta into a Christian metaphysics, Jesus Christ also symbolizes the, the fully developed God-aware individual. Jesus representing the, the understanding use of the Christ principle, 
So the Christ is the seed, the Christ idea, God's idea of itself. Jesus is the understanding of that, the conscious use, the spiritual awareness to use the Christ potential. And Jesus Christ is the God-demonstrated individual of the God-man. All right, so when we say Christ Jesus, you're saying the God-man. So when you are, and I'm talking metaphysics, I'm not talking about literalness, I'm talking about metaphysics. So Jesus Christ symbolizes your conscious, fully aware Christ potential. Not just in the human Jesus of Nazareth who demonstrated the Christ, but the individual you right now. So when you're invoking the name Jesus Christ, you're also calling up your own Christ potentiality. You're calling up your own Christ possibility. You're calling up your own Christ identity. We're taking it to another level now. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Truth Transforms. I'm teaching the Dynamic Laws of Healing by Catherine Ponder. And it talks about on page 135, the co-founder of Unity, Myrtle Fillmore, she wrote, Mrs. Mrs. Fillmore literally drilled her prayer workers in the healing consciousness of Jesus Christ. Over and over, they affirmed his presence and power in their midst, and they sought healing for the many who turned to them. As each worker developed a healing consciousness, he then counseled with those who appeared for help. Now, what that looks like is this. One of the premises of most spirituality, spiritual teachings is that life is eternal. That means that even the the individual, the soul that we call Jesus of Nazareth, that people call Jesus the Christ, is is still alive and well beyond our capacity to understand that humanly. And I don't know all the details of how this works, of how to, when you mentally align with someone of a higher level of consciousness, they can be used as a lever to be able to help you get the demonstrations you desire. So who's this? Who's, who can say maybe by invoking the presence and power uh, in the name of Jesus that that his consciousness, his awareness, his soul awareness in some way, shape or form helps you do what you are seeking to demonstrate. It's just a thought. 
that is not just your consciousness alone, but it's aligning your consciousness with something that's already open and receptive and in the divine flow of spirit. Therefore, by believing that he was divine and believing in your divinity or potential divinity, you invoke through thinking of his divinity, recognize recognizes that that can help invoke the presence and power of God, your divinity within you. It's something to think about. That maybe I can get spiritual support by aligning myself with the with the vibration. Now remember, thought is mental impulse of vibration. So as you're thinking about a thing, you're aligned. It's sort of like a radio station. If I want to listen to 102.7, I have to turn the dial to 102.7. But if it's on 102.8, I might still hear it, but it'll be static. I'll hear static along with whatever's playing. Well, the more we align ourselves with this higher level of awareness that Jesus symbolizes, the more we can get in alignment with the truth of our being. And this is important. This is one of the reasons why I often tell people, read the, you know, Sermon on the Mount or read, you know, XYZ scriptures or his healing miracles or parables, because I'm trying to get people to understand as you contemplate someone functioning at a higher level of awareness, it pulls you up. I'm going to use a very crude example, not comparing these people to Jesus. uh, But when a young Kobe Bryant came into the NBA, the only thing he wanted to do was pick Michael Jordan's brain because he knew Michael Jordan was the GOAT, greatest of all time. He knew that if he wanted to reach the heights that he needed to reach, he needed the insight of someone who has already done it. Well, Jesus has already fully expressed the Christ idea in him. So getting somebody who can figure out how to do it actually makes sense. Okay, I don't know how, what it means to fully express my Christ potential. I'm working on it just like you all are. But historically, we believe, of the Christian faith at least, that Jesus fully expressed it. Therefore, invoking his healing consciousness into your prayer work can't hurt, and it can help a lot. I'm just giving you something to contemplate. I'm not saying that healing principles don't work if you're not Christian or healing principles don't work if you don't invoke Jesus's name or believe in Jesus and whatever that means to you. Because in so many Christian denominations, it's unreal. What I am saying is it can't hurt. And it potentially can help a lot. Because whether you are invoking that name or whatever you believe, you have to recognize that it still has to activate the potential and power of God in you. So as you use Jesus in your affirmations, write out affirmations. And she gives different things in this book, um, you know, that that help. I'm going to read a few really quickly. She wrote on page 141, 
There's nothing in all the world for me to fear, for greater is the miracle working power of Jesus Christ here and now than any other apparent. She also wrote, of myself, I cannot do it, but Jesus Christ can and is performing miracles in my mind, body, and affairs here and now. She also wrote, the miracle power of Jesus Christ is actively at work in my mind, body, and affairs now, and they are every whit whole. Then she wrote, the miracle working power of Jesus Christ is now released into this appearance, situation, personality, diagnosis, and his perfect results now manifest. Finally, she wrote, I cast this burden on Jesus Christ and I go free now to receive my supreme good. That's something to think about. She's giving you examples of how you can work it. So let me give you, because this is not going to be a long podcast, because I think it's really simple. Write out the affirmations, read the chapter, write out the affirmations, meditate on what you write out, invoke the name, and sit there and contemplate it. Like, okay, you might just need to contemplate. Okay. Jesus Christ is now here raising me up to the healing consciousness that transforms my mind and body or something like that. Jesus Christ is now here healing my XYZ or just meditating on the name. Now, if you want to go a whole other level, you can start saying stuff like, you know, and this is for those who are really fully committed to being Christian metaphysicians, Christian mystics. I am the Christ. God's healing power works in and through me at all times. Or I am Jesus Christ in expression. X, Y, Z, Z, Z. Now, you're not saying you're Jesus of Nazareth who lived as a historical human being. You're talking about what he symbolizes in consciousness, what he symbolizes spiritually. And use that as a way not to be an ego thing. It's not an ego thing. It's talking about aligning your mind with the higher spiritual awareness, with the higher spiritual awareness that activates higher spiritual forces within you. So she wrote uh, how to change things. And this is page 147. So you should make sure that you uh, highlight this book, this page specifically. Right in the midst of the most des- right in the midst of the most desperate situations, begin to dwell upon the power of Jesus Christ to help you. That will be the first mental move in dissolving the darkness. Calling on the name Jesus Christ can cause affairs and events to move with ease. You can evoke the miracle power of Jesus Christ in several simple ways. She gets four ways. First, by deliberately turning your attention toward him and asking, asking his help. Second, by repeatedly speaking the name Jesus Christ. Third, by repeatedly meditating upon the name Jesus Christ, letting it reveal its presence, power, and guidance to you. Fourth, by repeatedly picturing Jesus Christ in amid any situation, condition, or personality that distresses you, producing perfect results. So what it's saying simply is, she's simply saying is this, there are different ways in which you can utilize this and make it work. So I'm going to wrap up this particular episode 
And I want to challenge you to one, going and reading, just set the, a schedule, Google the healing miracles of Jesus and read them at least one a day until you finish them all. Just read the healing miracles of Jesus and contemplate on it, pray on it, and see what your own intuition reveals to you. Get in the healing consciousness. If you have not bought the book, The Dynamic Laws of Healing, I highly recommend it. Work with this material yourself. It can make all the difference in the world. So before I wrap up, let me give this quick commercial. I'm just about, uh, when you hear this podcast, I should just be starting uh, my leadership class in the Johnny Coleman Institute. I'm teaching a class called The Five Laws of Leadership. It's online. It's via Zoom. It's really inexpensive. It's, you know, inexpensive registration. We do a love offering that you can do digitally every class. I want to make sure that it has uh, people have access to how do you develop and grow as a leader? How do you expand your influence and how leadership impacts every area of your life? So if you're interested in turning your life around and remember, leaders also tend to get paid more money. Yes, more responsibility, but paid more money. So if you want to learn how to how leadership can help every area of your life, your marriage, your with your children, with your family, with your friends, at your job or business, in life in general, I would strongly suggest go to cutemple.org, click on the classes, the schedule of classes, find my classes. It'll be on Wednesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. Register for the class, pay for the class, get in the class. Let's do this so we can help you get the results you desire in your life. If you're listening to this series and you want to just focus on that, leadership will not harm you. It'll just help you in the process because sometimes it's good to be in a community of people of higher spiritual consciousness contemplating higher things. Why? Well, the two or three are gathered together. Here it goes again. In my name, in my understanding, in my consciousness, in my awareness, according to how I do things, there I am in the midst. So I want you to be able to get the benefit of the spiritual consciousness. So with that, God bless you. Next week, we're going to get right back in with a new podcast. And occasionally, I'll be dropping extra podcasts here and there so you can get the full benefit of this podcast. And remember, reach out to me on Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell on Facebook. It's the easiest and quickest way to get in contact with me. I'm also on Instagram. You can reach out. I'm on X or formerly Twitter. I don't check that as much. I do check my Instagram. But I really check my Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell Facebook page. And it's really the way in which I con- I stay in contact with the majority of my listeners. So if you have questions or comments or even better testimonies about what this podcast has done for you and others, I would greatly hear it. I would love to hear it. I absolutely love when people reach out to me and let me know how this podcast has helped them because that's why I do it. I don't have to do this work. I do it because this is a part of my ministry to help get this word out to the world. So God bless you. I love you all, even if I don't know you personally, because I know what's within you. God bless you.
Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.